Blue Collar Social Club, where white collar meets blue collar, and your average Joes talk about everything from sports to working on cars to bourbon to cigars to craft beers. You name it, we talk about it. This is your host, Rev the Barber, from the world famous Main Street Barbershop, Daytona Beach, Florida. Stay tuned to this week's episode. Welcome back to the Blue Collar Social Club. This is your host, Rev the Barber, from the world-famous Main Street Barbershop, Daytona Beach, Florida. And this is our Bikes and Brews episode here at Ormond Brewery. What's up, guys? How you doing? Enjoying the evening. Oh, yeah. We got <laughs> Morrow from Santos Cycles. That's the bikes. And we got Justin from Ormond Brewery. So that's got how beer. we got the beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is kind of like a just a brainchild. Morrow had mentioned something about doing a monthly uh episode and then justin's like well that'd be cool if we do like a bikes and brews so we kind of mix it to, yeah we'll see how it goes tonight yeah mm-hmm. so <laughs> so you you posted a picture of a new bike the other day yeah on... Mara helped me get it there was uh there's a gentleman over in tampa that was a pretty avid bike collector really cool dude from looking at his stuff he had like 230 motorcycles a lot of which are uh old two strokes which is kind of my my weakness is old oh yeah know? two-stroke mix the oil and gas bikes so tomorrow's like you want me to bid on anything i'm gonna bid on this stuff i'm like <laughs> bid on this one and this one I'm like bid this one up to 20 grand and that one obviously went for like 35 or 40 and yeah bid on this one up to four and tomorrow took the liberty of going like 41 which i was happy he did because <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous yeah it's, uh yeah it's interesting spent 41 100 you were talking about jumping one up to twenty thousand. i was like yeah well, it, was, the other uh, the 41? it was a pedigree bike that was uh yeah that was one where they only made like 300 and the the one that we ended up getting was kind of a, a franken bike it's interesting it's a assimilation of three different years it's like a 1970s motor like a 19 mid 80s frame which is aluminum they'd kind of figured in the motorcycle industry figured frames out by that point and but they still didn't have the hold on suspension, so the suspension on this bike's like a 2008, from the best I can tell. Right. Honda suspension, which is pretty good. So the combination, it, it's it's still a little bit unrefined. I need to do some more work on the thing before I get it to where it's actually safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you rode it already? I rode it a couple times. It, it's uh, it's a handful. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's a Frankenstein. Yeah, it's, it's, Frankenstein. it's an H2 Kawasaki yeah. H2 motor, 750. Right? 752 yeah. stroke. Piston port motor, which means uh, there's no reed valves or any valves whatsoever. But in 1972, it was the fastest production vehicle, cars or motorcycles or otherwise, oh, wow. to have ever hit the market. It did a, a quarter mile in like 12.0 or 12.1 seconds Yeah, from the factory out of the box. You could buy one, you know, if you're 17 years old or 16 years old, you can go buy one and take it out there and kill yourself on it, which That's wild, <laughs> yeah. man. They, they nicknamed the bike the Widowmaker, and, and it did. A lot of people refer to it as Yoshimura's Revenge and <laughs> other names about it because, uh, you know, motorcycles weren't that fast up to that point, not like they are today. And, and this thing was, uh, you know, pretty much changed the motorcycle industry a little bit. Yeah. You know, the EPA banned the two strokes in 1979, so it really wasn't technologically a change. But as far as the performance factor, they had to figure out how to do that same performance factor with the, the emissions standards after that point. So. Right. Which they have at this point, so. Yeah, I can't wait to ride the bike. I mean, I haven't rode it. I got to kick it over once. Yeah, uh, it's going now. It's going to be awesome. It sounds like it's pretty damn fast. It, it, it is. 
when it hits the pipe, it, it has a power band that's pretty insane. It once it hits like four thousand RPM, it it goes from like four to sixty five and just wants to pull the front wheel off the ground and yeah. the headlight isn't bolted down tight the first time I rode it. So that, <laughs> the headlight was like pointing to the left. The, both you know both out. mirrors on the thing are like spinning around in circles. <laughs> so I rode it like four blocks and Realized said, you okay, that's to tighten stuff up. As I was going down the street, guys were running because I my my brewery is over here in like an industrial complex. There's a bunch of auto shops, mechanic shops, and cabinet <laughs> shops. And as I went down the road, guys were running out of their shops looking at what the hell was making what the hell was making all the noise, which is a you know three cylinder two fifty. It's like three dirt bikes bolted together. It sounds like a swarm of angry chainsaws. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. It's a so, sweet bike. It's interesting. <laughs> that auction was something. I watch a lot of auctions in my business, and uh, and that auction went forever. I think six hours I was watching that thing. It was so slow. It but, was uh, slow because there were so many bikes, though. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't that the items were slow. It's just the yeah. volume was huge. Yeah. That's a huge auction. Yeah, it was. So who has more bikes? We were talking about this over Uh-oh. there. <laughs> yeah. I bet you Justin has more bikes. I have a dealership, and I bet you Justin's personal oh, collection is bigger. It's, <laughs> it's a disease. Don't don't say that in the air. My wife will find out. <laughs> I live in a I live in a condominium, so I don't have a garage, and she doesn't see any of them because she doesn't some, know how many bikes. Some yet. stored at my mom's house, and some at friends' shops, and <laughs> have them kind of scattered about. <laughs> Bikers Anonymous. Yeah, motor motorcycle hoarders Anonymous is really what it is. So that's no, awesome. um, mostly old stuff. I've kind of I started fixing bikes up when I was probably like 12 or 13 years old my old man and just kind of started buying them pretty cheap i mean a lot of the a lot of the stuff that's now pretty highly collectible is real inexpensive um 15 years ago and it's kind of i think it happens with cars and motorcycles and and anything in general that's a collector's item that when the generation that you know has a value to that commodity becomes of the age where they're retiring and they're spending their money on things that give them nostalgia and bring them back to their like youth oh yeah the value peaks. So I think what's happened is like some of these 1970s Japanese two-stroke motorcycles that you know guys cut their teeth on as far as motorcycle riding and oh definitely and enjoying. It's all of a sudden now they're you know they're 65 years old and they want to feel like they're 16 again. Right. So they go and spend and they'll spend all the money in the spend world. Spend three they or have four it. or five or six or ten thousand dollars on a bike that you know 15 really years should. ago was sitting in somebody's backyard that I you know you I would drink like out hundred bucks literally a hundred dollars yeah know, I just right. recently sold one that I had bought for a hundred dollars when I was like 18 years old and yeah. you know but you, you know problem inherently is that you only have one ass and yeah more than one seat doesn't do you any good yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had a gentleman come in uh, to the dealership this evening and he's a new rider and he went right for the old bikes he brought his bike he uh had just purchased his first bike. It was a 1983 uh, Yamaha Venture Royale. Yeah. It's a, uh, a four-cylinder, a V4, and that was his first bike. He's wanted it since he was a kid, and everything fell into place. Uh, he ended up getting one, so we're, we're doing some repairs on it, but he's attracted to all the old bikes in the shop, and I, I feel like a lot of, that's where the industry's kind of going, you know? A lot of the younger kids like the old bikes, the older guys like the old bikes, so we've been picking those up quote, as much as we can yeah it's a lot more affordable too with the, the prices that a lot of these companies got they're pricing everybody out of the market besides baby boomers it seems like as far as getting a new bike so it's a lot easier getting a, you, I, I don't think i've ever owned a new bike every every bike i've owned has been a used bike yeah for good sense. reason oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Because yeah. usually, if you buy a used bike, it already has half the modifications done to it, so you don't have to do that yourself. So. Right. Not to mention when you go to sell it, you could probably get yeah, at least half the money out of it. You oh, absolutely. Have depreciation value when you drive it off the yeah. showroom floor, it drops in half right. the first 50 miles. But I think it's a, I think it's a simplicity thing, too. I think, oh, um, yeah. you know, I think people are, are kind of coming full circle on... on um, and it's happened with beer, too. I mean, in the 1920s and 1930s, you know, people had pubs in every corner of the, you know, whatever neighborhood they lived on. They had their neighborhood pub. Right. And, you know, after Prohibition, um, basically the country went from like 3,000 breweries to, to basically like 20. Right. And what ended up happening is you had a big distributorship model. So all these people run around with semi-trucks, you know, pumping yeah. beer to, you know, every pub and bar and restaurant around the country from 19 breweries. And, you know, now people are kind of supporting craft breweries like mine because they want to support local industry you know right. I, have, I have a lot of employees if, if bud you know anheuser-busch or if miller coors had to have as many employees per unit volume of beer that i produce they'd have like 10 times as many employees because right our production process is labor intensive it's inefficient yeah. it's not ideal you know i think it's uh i think it's a full circle thing with the motorcycles too that people are going back to bikes that are a little bit simpler you know right no no fairings no fuel injection no turn signals no you yeah, know, no electronic fuel gauges. You have the reserve mm-hmm. switch on the side of the tank. It's just people want simpler times, I think. So yeah, that's cooler yeah. bikes, man. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, the old strip-down bombers or bobbers, cafe racers and stuff like that. That's right. it. And that's why, you know, Triumph and Ducati both have gone after, like, and so has Indian. They've gone after Scrambler Market, and they've gone after the cafe racer market. Oh, they're, yeah. They're producing bikes that look like modified bikes that people have done the last 20 or 30 years, people want to make a bobber, cafe racer, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. Now you can go into the Ducati dealership, and if you don't know a screwdriver from a bus driver, you can buy a scrambler. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, not have to go through the you know trials and tribulations yeah. of modifying it to the one. Yeah, Royal Enfield does one that's pretty cool, too, I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those ones you have, those um, with the sidecar, those are oh, pretty Urals. cool. Yeah, the Urals. Love those Urals. I love the Urals. I'm, yeah. I need one. I need a Ural, but I just... I have way more important things going on right now than buying a motorcycle. Change your car. In. You don't need a car. Yeah. <laughs> you get a sidecar. You don't need anything. Yeah, I don't need anything. I can put the kid. Yeah, you put all four kids in that. Right there. Yeah. yeah boom. That, yeah, that's gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, I was looking online. Uh, BMW had a concept bike. Have you seen the R18? No, I have not. Oh man. It's like a hope, 1930s BMW or something. No, it looks it. It almost looks like a Harley. Right. But it's got the. You know the airhead motor. I hope they make it. I mean, I think it would really. It's just be a in big concept hit. mode, right? It's just in concept right now. Though. Concept. But that'd be um, pretty cool to see. I was talking to somebody today on the phone. A customer called, and we were discussing it. He said they had it at Sturgis. Um. So. If you got his, it, yeah, yeah, maybe they are planning on bringing it I out after seen the one first in person, year. But Usually, if they have it at one of the bike events, they'll bring it out the next year. I hope. That's what they do. I'd a be lot interested in one. I mean, I like those. Yeah. That look. Because a lot of those bikes that Indian, concept bikes that Indian has out at their Indian display on Main Street, they're out the next year. Yeah, so. just spitballing them and see what interest they get, I guess, and <laughs> what changes they have to make, what people say, have comment cards, right? Yeah, so that would be pretty cool. For sure. So what do you got coming up next, Justin? Well, we got a couple private parties the holidays, so we have the our event space booked out for a handful of private parties. We had a wedding reception this last weekend that went really well, and we've got a private party Thanksgiving Eve that we do every year for one of our um, neighbors and one of our customers and uh, then we got a Christmas market coming um, I think December 7th 
I don't know. I'm I think it, I think Ben said on the last <laughs> podcast it was the seventh. Seventh, yeah, which would be right. a Wednesday. Y'all yeah, do that on, on the middle Wednesday. of the week. Yeah, we do it in the middle of the week. So, yeah. it's, uh, we're, we're kind of busy on Saturday nights and Friday right. nights anyway. So we try to do it to where we can like shut down the space and yeah. and uh, put all these vendors out here. And so if you don't have your Christmas shopping done, definitely swing out for that and check it out. And a couple of holiday beers we have on tap. We have uh, big ones: a gingerbread red ale. Yeah, I need um, to try that. We have a coconut porter. We still have a little bit left of our two anniversary beers we did. We did a barrel-aged barley wine, and we did a rum barrel-aged um, imperial brown ale, double brown ale. Oh, yeah. And uh, both those came out fabulous. Yeah, so we have a bunch of different beers coming on. We have a cranberry saison that's going to come on in the next week and a half for two weeks and in time for the Christmas season. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, always trying to push the envelope a little bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. anytime you put cranberry in something, it always sounds like it's going to taste good. Like Sprite did that cranberry Sprite. Right. And it tastes good. So, I mean, you put cranberry in a beer. Yeah, cranberry is hard to mess up, I yeah, guess. You, you, can even, you can even put it on turkey and it's good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's hard Speaking of turkeys, cranberry. man, I had a freaking complete disaster yesterday. We bought a deep fryer, the turkey deep fryer from Walmart. Do you drop it in frozen? No. <laughs> That's terrible. That would blow up. No, so I put it all together. And around the igniter, so you have the burner and then this little igniter here, and it had heat tape around it. I have never seen heat tape melt in my life. But So I get it all set up, and I'm waiting for the oil to uh, heat up because it had to heat up to like 350 degrees before you drop the turkey in it. And all of a sudden, the burner goes out after like five minutes. I'm Uh like, what the hell just happened? So I'm like looking. (laughs) So I get it kicked back up, and it goes out again. I'm like, this something's not right. And I look, I pull the so I pull the oil off, and I'm looking down in there. The heat tape around the igniter, because so the burner's here and the igniter's like sticking out here, and it has like heat tape around this part because it comes through the this like these two holes. The heat tape is completely melted. Oh goodness! And so <laughs> I'm like, we're gonna have an explosion if this I keep yeah. brand new. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's brand new. So that hmm. that was the worst turkey experience ever. But the turkey ended up turning out good. But my wife's. Uh, Palmer didn't get it till like five o'clock when they were supposed to have it at two o'clock. So, oh geez. So I had to take it out because deep frying it takes forty five minutes. Yeah. I ended up taking it, and putting it in the oven, and it ended up turning out great because I, I just, we had already injected it to go in the deep fryer, and then we just poured a bunch of butter and uh, <laughs> the special seasoning my wife puts on it, and aluminum foiled over and stuck it in the oven. Three hours later, it was ready, but they didn't get it for two o'clock. But they still got to eat it before they left the Palmer Clinic. But it was wild. I thought well, I almost blew that thing up oh, though. Wow. Because it was wide open, that, that whole heat tape that was around it had <clears> melted. <throat> like, how the hell heat ma- heat tape from the factory melts is beyond me. Hopefully you'll me. take that one back. Yeah. <laughs> huh. I am. I'm going to take it back because that was wild. I thought I burnt my hand and everything. Like, both my knuckles are all burnt up. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, it sucked. <laughs> I always love the fire department videos they do where they had the guy in the full, like, fireman suit <laughs> dropping the frozen turkey. And they do it, like, two days before Thanksgiving every year. They're like... Do not drop a frozen turkey in your turkey yep. fryer and have the guy drop the thing in like completely frozen and the freaking oil goes 10 feet in the air and <laughs> oh, man. guy gets covered. So Yeah, you got to completely dry those things. So yeah. this is coming out before Thanksgiving. Make yeah. sure you dry off your turkey before you drop it in the deep fryer. Yeah, yeah. Be, be you know, cautious. Yeah, that is wild. So your anniversary party, did it go good? Yeah, it went really good. Yeah. It went really well. Yeah, we made it six years now. So um, recently a, a brewery, Tomoka Brewery actually in Norman, um, closed their remote facility which is up here in Ormond Beach and we were lucky enough to have the news journal publish a headline that said Ormond Brewery closes so oh my <laughs> we're gosh. Real on that. So yeah we really appreciate you know I think you know I think news oh. has kind of turned to podcasts oh and Facebook no. and everything else but 
The headline in the newspaper said Orman Brewery closes. Underneath it said in you know small print, Tomoka Brewing is closing their Orman location. It's like oh. thanks guys, you know, we're Orman uh, Brewing Company, but you know, put Orman Brewery we're often referred to as Orman Brewery and right. uh, they put that Orman Brewery closes and so we had we had customers for like three days calling, them, You're not closing, are you? Because we just <laughs> We had on, on our anniversary party. We saw our mug club memberships. Yeah, we, right. <laughs> so we just sold like 200 mug club memberships. Sold all the mugs. <laughs> Everybody's worried that they just bought a mug club membership. That's only good for like two days. Oh, you didn't you didn't use it yet? I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry about that. Oh, you should have used it that first day. Yeah. Gosh. It's almost as bad as that uh, the Beach Street gym. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sold a whole bunch of uh, before last year, like in December, oh. they sold a whole bunch of gym membership, and they shut down like the second week of January. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> it was pre-planned. Yeah. <laughs> Let's whack your credit card one last time. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if the contract was good for the whole year and it had a closet. It didn't say they had to actually, yeah. to actually keep the gym open. We can bill you the whole year. <laughs> Work out in the parking lot until yeah. it's re-rented. Yeah. Switch into a CrossFit. There's a tire. <laughs> we left some tires out back. So, um, oh, my gosh. I bet that was a nightmare. Yeah, it wasn't a nightmare. It was, it was fun. So, Actually, tonight, Tuesday night, we're having uh, – tonight's our party, actually. We're doing our – Still in business party. So still in business. Still party. in business party. Not that. Not that we're trying to, you know, be happy about the fact that another brewery closed because, yeah, you know, we support any brewery coming in this town as long as they're amicable to getting along with everybody else. And yeah. you know, we share a lot of ingredients with you know Daytona Brewing Company and and uh, Beachside Brewing and all the other guys. Right. So it's not it's not an industry where we need to like be cutthroat. Well, but at the same point in time, you know, yeah, news, that, news journal really kind of went out there. Yeah, that was wild. But, it was crazy because my wife had actually seen on the on the online version. It had said it had actually said Tomoka Brewing's. Yeah, they, I think they changed it. Yeah. The print version said Orman Brewery. Yeah, but not to be outdone, the Ormond Observer, which is another local publication, published and and I got to pull it up on my phone so I can quote it. Yeah, because it, it's it's uh, I sent it to one of my friends who owns Beachside Brew Pub. Yeah, which is normal by the sea. If you haven't been there, go check out, check out his beers. Dan does really good beers, and uh, but gotta find this because it was. Uh, it was pretty, pretty funny because Dan sent it to me saying, "Hey, I, I just read this editorial that said Orman Brewery closes." So two days later, Orman Observer, being right on the game, said, "Also, first Orman Beach Beachside Brewery closes because Tomoko was on Beachside, but there's a Beachside Brew Pub, so I don't know why they would put Orman Beach Beachside Brewery closes. It's that like so yeah, like it's like horrible that, editing. I don't okay. know." They, they got to hire some better editors. Yeah, that is terrible. Right. That's like the have, worst headline right, ever. I think, they have, the I think they have Chinese people that write the instructions for like, you know, <laughs> five-year-old's toys editing the newspaper for the news journal Norman. That was Observer, the most so. repetitive title ever. Mm-hmm. Ormond Beach Beachside Brewery closes. And it's like, you know, and it alludes to the fact that Beachside Brew Club closed. And it's like, yeah. and same with the Ormond Brewery closing. It's yeah. like, well, they completely, on the one I read online, it completely made it sound like Tomoka Brewing was closing. But they're not. They're like, they're keeping their Tomoka Brewing companies. Yeah, so they're, it's just, uh, you know, they were just shutting down. They got to get a little off. bit more tact. I mean, let the, yeah. they should have let the brewery write the article. Yeah, for <laughs> real. <laughs> or one of us breweries write the article. So, nonetheless, it's, it's, uh, it's the problem with print media nowadays. I guess there's not yeah. enough money in it to. To hire the good people anymore. So. Oh yeah, they're <laughs> shutting everything down. Hell, it's hard, man. Orman, uh, the uh, news journal ain't even in Daytona anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's like oh, they moved. No, their office is in Deland now, and they're printing the paper in Ocala, and they're shipping the papers from Ocala over to here. What is in the building now? Nothing. They're selling it. Huh. Yeah. What are they going to sell it to? No the highest bidder. Nice bidder. <laughs> Probably guess. make a nice brewery and motorcycle shop there. Yeah, you could do cool. that. <laughs> <laughs> a nice piece of land. Yeah, yeah. it's a huge piece of land, a huge building. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a it's a big chunk for somebody to take over. So. Yeah. 
All right. Well, after the uh, garage door decided to open while we were in the middle of our podcast, um, we have Greg with us. Yeah. Hi. How's it going? Welcome, Greg. Good, Hello. man. Thank you. And so, uh, Justin, you're Justin's buddy, and you just opened up a uh, blue collar business. I what, did. Yep. What kind of uh, business you got going on there? A uh, plumbing business. Here in Ormond? Yeah. What's the name of it? Pro Trade Plumbing. You got a address and website, phone number, yep. all that cool yep. stuff? 32 Allenwood Drive is the address, Ormond Beach, and uh, phone number is 386-310-9206. You know, yeah. So whenever you need plumbing, call Greg up. He's yeah. uh, he's very good. He does yeah. all of our brewery plumbing, actually. He's, uh, he's piped all of our coolant lines, done some welding for us on steam lines. He's done a lot of more industrial stuff that... Uh, a lot of people don't do in the plumbing industry, but he does mostly commercial stuff. But he's he's cool. a certified welder and yeah. really good plumber, and he's also into bikes. So we'll drag him in oh, on this great. podcast. Yeah, yeah. he's a bike guy, so mm. that's, we wouldn't invite him if he wasn't. No, yeah. right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be friends with him actually. To be honest, <laughs> 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 yeah. why would you be? I don't know. <laughs> Justin has like, like the, motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, Justin has a huge bike col- his bike collection that we've been talking about. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's pretty nice. It's a, it's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, a good yeah. problem. He's in a Motorcycles Anonymous. Yeah. We, we can't tell his wife about it. M.A. Yeah. yeah. M.A. She hears his podcast. She'll be like, what do you, <laughs> what do you have? <laughs> what did you buy? Yeah. <laughs> you said you had one. <laughs> yeah. That's just the one he keeps at his house. You told me you are going oh, to see yeah. your grandparents in Orlando. You didn't say you are going to Tampa to buy a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped and saw him. <laughs> so did you buy anything for yourself at that auction, Mauro? I didn't. You didn't? No. There were a lot of older bikes. Um, I mean, I have a lot of toys, and the stuff I sell are mostly newer. I mean, a lot of my clientele wants to finance. It's hard to finance older bikes, so right. I didn't buy anything that time. Now we got the train. Now the train. <laughs> there you go, guys. He's allowed. All right. Now that the train is gone, we uh, we're back. We're back live. <laughs> this is great. We have a garage door, and then we have a train immediately after it. Yeah, we can't be. So what are we gonna do to gear up for Bike Week? We gotta do something for Bike Week. You guys did something like a year and a half or two years ago. I typically don't do anything for Bike Week because it's just not my clientele. And I wouldn't mind doing something. It's just it's not a huge draw for us. I mean, we're a craft brewery and bikers like right. like um, Bud Light, and Miller Bud Light, and, and you know, twenty three year old girls with C section scars. So right, yeah. so who doesn't? Yeah, so. it's always a good time. <laughs> I mean, we have a good spot in the back of the building. Yeah, you want to do, there. I mean, I'm down for brewing a couple of batches of beer, and, you know, I'm not allowed to transport them, but if you came and picked up kegs, you could you could sell them to you, and you can do it out there. You can sell them to you and trade for, you know, bike auction bidding stuff. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Do a big craft beer party out there or something. And, and, uh, I heard you have a nice stage. We do have a nice stage. You want to book some bands? Mm, want to blow it band. up? Nice. Yeah, book two or three bands. Do one big night down there, and well, that would be something. You know, That'd I be mean, pretty I think, cool. I think, yeah, we could uh, pop, you know, put it all over Facebook and Instagram and yeah, Twitter. Maybe I haven't do a figured big... out Twitter yet. It's kind of weird. I'm not good at. I think if you need help, call Donald Trump, right? Yeah, yeah he's great at Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard. So I've heard. <laughs> he's a tweeter. He's a tweeter. <laughs> How can a seventy like six year old man figure out Twitter, and we're all no like idea. in our thirties and I we can't, can't figure, figure it? Out. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have a Twitter account. I can't. No, I don't. I'm struggling to try to do Instagram. It's yeah. my Instagram account's pretty. I only have a Twitter that. account because like you can share the podcast to the Twitter account, but I don't really understand how to like promote it on the Twitter account. Yeah, I don't know. I don't either. I have Facebook so, only. But yeah. we will. Uh, 
we will definitely promote let's whatever do, big let's party. Let's do a blue collar party. Yeah. I think. We should do that. That'd be really cool. Yeah, do it at Santos Cycles behind there. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And you have a smoker. Have the guy bring the smoker and the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be yeah, awesome. Sell, sell barbecue and get free beer. Yeah, that sounds like a good. great that idea. That would be really good. Cause we can sell barbecue. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't know what we're doing for the, uh, as far as the barbershop goes, it tanked at Biketoberfest. It, well, was, they a, put it was a disaster. They put someone right in front of your door, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. And then the tropical storm came in through Friday night. And collapsed the tent in front of our front door. Literally, the, nobody could get in your door. You, they couldn't get in our front door. They had everybody had to go in the side door, but you couldn't see our side door because the tent was collapsed, like out front, and you couldn't get to park in <laughs> the side. Were commando crawling it to was, get in to get the haircut. Oh my gosh, it was the biggest nightmare ever. Like, oh jeez. So they had to actually have the tent guys that put up the tent. Which so the people who put up the tent were a subcontracted company that didn't have anything to do with the barbershop or the owner of the property. So they had to actually get a hold of them, and the people that were leasing out the inside of the tent didn't know who was who put up the tent. So well, they had to get off. Yeah. Supposing now that we do a we do a bike week uh, party on maybe like the Friday night or maybe Saturday. Yeah, that'd be cool. And do a, a bikes, brews, and beards or yeah. something. I don't know. That'd maybe be incorporate awesome. the barbershop somehow. Yeah, we're going to have to work. I'll this talk all about out. free plumbing advice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, whatever. You, you got advice. plumbing yeah. problems? I'll tell you how to fix them. Bring your toilet. Yeah. <laughs> we're almost live demonstration. He'll, he'll change the valve on it for you. You got to bring it home and set it again, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we're six months to bike week, and we're we're already figuring out the big party. It's gonna be cool. Well, we, need, we need to plan now, though. Oh, absolutely. Let's start promoting. So yeah. as of right now, everybody know that the the bike week party is gonna be at Santos Cycles. Yeah. This is gonna be free Ormond Brewing Company beer. Ooh. And it's going to be amazing. It's going to be, be great. It's going to be best barbecue. barbecue too. Yes, yeah. smoker's sm- going to be rolling. Biggest smoker you've if seen. you don't have a bike, you got to buy it right then. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. yeah, save your money. You got six months to save your money to buy a bike. <laughs> it's <laughs> mandatory. Yeah. If you have any requests on bikes before <laughs> then, Mark can you know yeah. line it up. Reach out to us, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's on everything. <laughs> we we still haven't figured out Twitter, but everything <laughs> yeah. else. Yeah. We'll get there. So. Anyways, yeah. So, Greg, we have you here. I want to know some like plumbing debacles. Like, what's the what's one of the bigger plumbing disasters you've ever had? Have you ever? What's like the worst thing somebody's flushed down a toilet? Oh, oh man, I haven't run into any of that. You know, I don't do too much sewer cleaning, but you know, yesterday we had a, a slab leak, and they were worried I was going to have to chip up the concrete and you know bust up inside their house. But you know, there's ways around that. So we we ran a line from the heater to their bathroom, overhead in the attic, and avoided you know. All that's that. a huge yeah. disaster. Yeah, avoided a huge disaster because the wife was freaking out pretty bad, and so it worked out. Well, we had no clue at the barbershop that there's a complete difference in the business between the plumber and the dude that comes and cleans out your drain. Because we originally, because we had a big old clog in the old barbershop mm-hmm. from hair, obviously. <laughs> obviously. And um, so we called the regular plumber, and the plumber's like, I don't do that. And we're like, what do you mean you don't do that? You're a plumber. Like, we figured every plumber just would come, because he was one of the guys that we cut his hair, so we figured he did that. He goes, no, you got to call this guy. So we called him, and he's like, yeah, that's what we do. We clean out clogged drains. Yeah. And come to find out, there's a huge business in just cleaning out clogged drains. Oh, yeah. We had no clue. Yeah. So. I mean, it takes a whole truck of stuff to clean drains and you know, you can only carry so much in a truck yeah. or a trailer. And, you know, so there's guys that just dedicate clean and drain. So That was the biggest snake I'd ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet. I've got a three-year-old that, if you don't watch him, he likes the whole roll of toilet oh, paper yeah. right down there one time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got four kids. and He goes, oh, I wasted we it. Have, yeah, you yeah. sure did, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Having four kids, man, I've found the craziest shit in our toilet. Like, 
Matchbox cars, Legos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah, like Joe's. Yeah, Joe's, man. Anything, anything you could think of. I've had to take fit. The, Yeah, I've had to take the whole toilet off and like just to get Matchbox cars out of the damn yeah, toilet. That's pretty awesome. They advertise these toilets that'll flush a basket of golf balls, but it's not a good thing, man, because kids like yeah. you know the little test is out They're like, How about a teddy bear? And it's like, damn it, man. Where's your little brother? Where's your little brother? <laughs> Flushed him down the toilet. I got his legs down, Dad. <laughs> He's on flushes. I'm sure I can get it all. <laughs> so glad we bought this model. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to invest in one of those models. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I, I kind of appreciate the the brews and bikes thing. I think we ought to yeah, this is make a lot this of more fun, often. Man. I think we ought to you know maybe the next episode do it on a Monday. The brewery's closed. I mean, bring some bikes over here and do it at Santos and yeah. Probably ought to start a couple up and just like rev them up and like mm. give like a, a bike symphony, you know. Like we can yeah. actually like clip sounds, like do a two stroke, a four stroke, you know. Make a song. Do an old Z1, yeah. We could like do a remix. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That'd be that would be fun. Like have the two stroke gone, then the four stroke comes in afterwards, and like Let's see if we can yeah. one up Greg's entrance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The garage door. <laughs> We uh we recently started mobile golf cart division um, of Santos Cycles. Yeah, we're doing That's mobile awesome. golf cart repair. We've had quite a few customers call us, um, and they can't bring their golf carts to us because they don't have trailers or such. So we uh, we launched that this week. So if anyone needs their golf cart fixed, call us. You do yeah. gas and electric. Yeah, both. Yeah. Awesome. So you send it Sal like out to fix golf carts. Yeah, yeah Sal <laughs> Sal will be out there. We just did uh, we did one job. We went out to an account the other day. We did ten in one day. Oh wow! And Sal and I went. So we do a lot of the beach rental golf carts during yeah. the summer. Uh, this is kind of their slow season, but they don't have so. any rust on them, do they? Yeah, no rust. <laughs> no, no, not at all. All the, all the bolts not, come off real easy. That's not yeah. rust. <laughs> what holds them together still, that's right? Oh man, that's the worst. Yeah. This yeah. is probably the best idea we've ever had. Tomorrow was like, let's do an episode, and you're like, let's do a bikes and brews, and this this is coming oh. together well. Yes, yeah. organic. I feel a little bit better drinking beer at like eight o'clock, seven, whatever time it is now than I do it. Eleven o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah. Ten o'clock in the morning. Whatever, Eleven o'clock, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's less of a problem. You know, feels like less of a problem, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. As long as it feels good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Justin gets to drink all day though, so it's that's like, all I do. That's, you know, that's why everybody's like, "Oh yeah, open a brewery, it'll be fun." That's all you do is drink. Yeah, so it's, and it's actually all I do. Coming at like nine o'clock in the morning, I just drink. Yeah, that's in the it. middle of the last episode, dude, like walked in, and was like, "Hey, just taste test this." I was like, "Man, I want to do that. <laughs> My job, just taste test beer." It's not so glorious. No. <laughs> to be honest. Oh, I'm sure because you get of, some a lot of problems. I call Greg up. Hey, I have a pipe leaking it's full yeah. of glycol yeah. yeah and then I get the there and I get break. to taste test a bunch of beer it's fantastic I love working at the brewery yeah <laughs> so, but yeah so anyways well, we look forward to our bike week party for sure absolutely gonna, that's gonna be awesome it's gonna be a big blowout we're gonna put a giant stage like a 16 by 24 yeah. stage in have a sound guy I think we're gonna, we're gonna try to get at least three bands I think minimum three if yeah. anybody is not booked for bike week yeah any bands reach, reach out. out to us either Moro or myself and, yeah, uh, well, if you want to play, maybe we we'll do a battle of the bands. That would be cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we can like do a battle of the bands to like maybe like five o'clock, and from like five to like eight or nine, we can do actually like we can do some book bands. But like that way, we can get some of the guys on stage that aren't really like established mm-hmm. as much, and you know, we can have a prize for it. Give them you know a couple keg parties. I always like cool. giving keg parties away for prizes. Yeah, it's, that'd be a lot of fun. Beer. 
Oh yeah. It's a good prize. Yeah. Probably do some raffles. I have a really nice drift trike. Oh. I might be able to raffle off. Yeah. Oh boy. So yeah. Nice. So I think you know, reach out to us if you guys want to. Um, any bands and you guys have, uh, you know, startup bands or established bands, reach out to us for. Yeah, it's a blue collar. collar bikes, brews, and yeah, blue collar social club, bikes, brews, and bidets. bike week party. <laughs> yeah. From some, Santos Cycles. Hopefully, some women too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least one. That'd be good. Yeah. yeah. This is this is coming together well. I think it's going. Mm. It's going to be a big deal, man. Yeah, yeah it's, it's going to be a huge be a party. Deal. Yeah. Call yeah. it. Uh, I'm excited about it. Santa Palooza. Santo Palooza. Santo Palooza. <laughs> stock. No, no, I can't ever listen to this one either. Thanks. That was a joke. You ruined yeah. it. Awesome. Thanks for bringing it up again. I'll cut it out. Edit that out. I'll edit that out. I'll drink to that. Drink to that. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. All right. From Mormon Brewery Company, this is... The Blue Collar Social Club Podcast, Bikes and Brews episode, and uh, we thank you guys for coming on. This has been yes, fun. Appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. And we will do this again next month. Absolutely. Yes, sir. All right. See you then. Cheers. Cheers. I'd like to thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the Blue Collar Social Club Podcast. If you all would like to make a suggestion for next week's episode, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Also, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash bluecollarsocialclub and hit the support tab, and it'll take you to where you can make a monthly donation to the podcast. Any donation made to the podcast would be greatly appreciated due to the fact it does take a lot of effort and time to put these podcast episodes out there for you guys. Again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast and supporting us. And remember, you guys have a great week. Thank you.